Oh, hey there. Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. I'm Laurieann Sheldrick, life coach dubbed the Contagiously Positive Girl. And every couple of weeks, I will be sharing my experiences that I've turned into life lessons and actionable steps, tools, and practices that you can use to experience mental and emotional freedom. Let's begin. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is January 25th, 2021. This is usually my blog day, but I decided instead of a blog this week, I really just wanted to speak. I've really been wanting to use my voice and to speak more and have more conversations. And I guess that's probably just... Um, because we are in lockdown here in Ontario and I haven't really been able to go out and see my friends and see my family and have these conversations. And even though I'm on Zoom and I'm chatting with my friends, I am really feeling that um, divide of having these deep, long conversations because I know when I speak to a lot of my friends and my family, like they're just so tired of speaking on the phone and speaking through Zoom that we're just feeling a little disconnected. And I guess that's why I've been really wanting to use my voice lately. Um, I love to write and writing is definitely something that brings me a lot of joy. But there's just these moments where I'm just like, oh my God, I just want to talk to you. I just want to have these conversations with you. And that's why I'm so grateful for podcasting. I'm so grateful for this platform. I'm so grateful for all of you. Welcome. I'm going to be talking about something today, um, not just setting your goals. I am going to talk a little bit about setting your goals and the importance of having that vision for your life, if that's important for you. Some people don't set goals and they just go after everything that they want. And and that is amazing. Like I have a, I know a lot of people who I always ask them like do you set goals for the year? And they're like, "No, when I want something, I go after it." It just like suits their personality. I need more of that structure, more of the goal setting, more of the vision. I need to be reminded of what I'm working towards. Otherwise, I'm just going to spend every single day in the kitchen creating new recipes and cooking and eating (laughs) and puttering around the house because I love anything that has to do with like domestication. I really love that. Like I love tinkering around the house and I love having like I love being able to organize my home and I love being in the kitchen and I love taking care of my dog and I love taking care of my husband. Like I love all of that. So I sort of get lost in that and I forget about the other things that I love. So I set these goals. So I have not set my 2021 goals yet. I will be doing that um, tomorrow. I'm taking this really wonderful workshop with my beautiful friend Jolene Watson of Clarity Coaching and Development. She's hosting a vision board workshop and I'm all ready to go. It's virtual and I'm ready to set my 2021 goals and I've been really reflecting on what 2020 has been for me and what I want to bring forward in 2021. So I sat down with my journal on January 1st and I thought, okay, here we go. Let's write a goal. I actually just had this conversation with a couple of my girlfriends, one of them being um, Jolene, who's going to be hosting this vision board workshop. And one of my other girlfriends that was on the Zoom call said like, I wasn't even able to think of a goal. And I think a lot of us are really struggling with that right now. Um, 
you know, wanting to ease our way into 2021, but just so hesitant to set 2020 goals because we're just in this unknown phase, especially I know here um, in the Ontario area because we are in a state of emergency and another lockdown. So I sat down with my my journal and I'm like, all right, well, nothing is coming. So what I'm going to do instead is reflect. That's one of my things I love to do. If you've been listening to me, if you read my post, if you're a member of the Contagiously Positive Coaching Community, where every single Monday and Friday I send out a coaching email, guiding myself with questions always helps me take deeper. Um, And that's why I share so many of these journal prompts with all of you. It's not just something that just comes to my mind. It's journal prompts that I've been working through um, to gain more clarity. So as I'm easing my way into 2021, um, I feel like there's so many challenges that I faced in 2020 that are behind me. But I'm very, very aware that there are going to still be some challenges that I'm going to have to work on overcoming. So what I believe is that it's really okay and absolutely necessary to give ourselves a break. And if you are like me, it's okay to ease your way into setting goals, into creating this vision of what you want 2021 to be. It's okay. It's so okay. I know this is so much easier said than done. I know I know that because um, we're hard on ourselves. We're really hard on ourselves. And we're really hard on ourselves when a new year begins or a new week begins or um, a new year or a year ends or a week ends. And we feel like we haven't accomplished what we've accomplished because for some reason we end up coming down on ourselves like, oh, there must be something mentally, emotionally, physically, like attitudinally wrong with us. Like there just must be something to our core that makes us such losers. I know this. I've had this conversation myself. So (laughs) and I've spoken to a lot of women over my coaching career that have said the same thing like this is this is the record that plays right um when we don't achieve the things that we think we should be achieving and for me since the first lockdown happened which was it's crazy that was March 2020 we're almost a full year in I made a very conscious choice that I was going to continue to share um, to continue to podcast, continue to create my coaching emails, but they would all be around helping helping the community strengthen their emotional, mental, um, attitudinal muscles. And I knew intuitively that we were going to have to embrace not doing more, but being more. So I had this old goal setting workshop that I used to facilitate and It was very logical, like step one. It was like the SMART goals, right? And I knew deep down when I went and looked at that, that this really needed to change. I really needed to shift that up because it was a lot of doing and no being. And as we got closer to 2021 and I started to see all of these posts online and people were like, finally, we're leaving 2020 behind and now we get to do all the things that we want to do and now we can finally move on and now we can finally move forward like goodbye 2020. Like, don't get me wrong. I love all of these motivational posts. But the thing is, and I think I know this and I think you probably know this too, the calendar shifting isn't what's going to make the changes in our lives occur. 
It's the shifts we make in our actions and our decisions and our attitude and our behavior and our reactions and our responses and our beliefs um, and our thoughts. None of that requires a calendar. None of that requires a new week or a new year because it's really this endless cyclical process. We can't expect the external world to change without us changing. Like it just doesn't happen that way. It starts from the inside. And what I know is that we don't have to wait for a new week or a new month or a new year or a new day. We can begin at any moment. And instead of coming down on ourselves, instead of saying you're such a loser, you didn't achieve the things that you wanted to achieve today or this week or this month or this year, whatever. So re-reflect and see where your obstacles were, but most importantly, figure out, did you even want that thing that you set for yourself? So in my new workshop, I've called it now Heart-Centered Goals. I list these really important things that make it so much easier to work towards and achieve your goals. One of them being And this is really good to evaluate the old goals that you didn't work towards um, and to ensure that the new goals you set kind of, you know, not kind of, but are things you actually want to work towards. Number one, are they aligned with your terms of success? This is so important because I have totally redefined my terms of success. 100%. And I'm going to go through this with all of you. Um, I'm going to go through these steps. But number two, really sitting down and reflecting on this question. Are you racing in a race you even want to be in? Number three, the third thing that makes it easier is, is it connected to your truest, most most authentic aspects of self? Your authentic self, your values, your needs, your desires, your personality. So, so important. Your purpose. Are they being decided or led by fears or limiting beliefs? Because how often do you set a goal because, um, or, or not work towards a goal or make decisions to not work towards a goal because you're fearful or you have this limiting belief that you're not good enough? Another thing that makes it really easier, a lot easier, is not forgetting to take care of your mental and emotional and attitudinal health. And really understanding if it's heart-centered. Is it aligned with you. So as we reflect, and I'm going to share some journal prompts with you that you can reflect on, what you're going to start to realize is that you don't have to get it all done (laughs) because it's never all done. If you didn't get it done in 2020, or if you didn't get it done yesterday, or if you didn't get it done last week, or you didn't get it done last month, simply move it into today, move it into 2020, move it into next week, move it into next month. Give yourself a shitload of compassion love into yourself and love into yourself so deeply so deeply for everything that you did do because even though there are things you didn't do you know there are so many things that you did so don't forget to love into yourself for that and most importantly love into yourself for who you are and again I know this is so much easier said than done but as we ease our way into a new year into a new way of living because let's be honest you know we we're still in covid 
um this is gonna make so many things this is gonna change so many things in our lives not and the vaccine is you know people think of this like this saving grace and there are so many benefits of course but it's not the thing that's gonna save us we really have to step into this new way of being this new way of doing this new way of showing up and ease our way instead of manipulating and forcing and pushing and stressing and hustling and burning ourselves out like we live in a new normal now and this pause is a moment for us to give ourselves grace if we haven't set any goals or resolutions but also to give ourselves grace that it's okay if we haven't achieved it all. It's okay if we didn't win the race. It's okay if we don't have that perfect thing yet on our business card. It's okay if we haven't reached that specific weight yet. If weight loss is one of your goals. It's it's okay. It's okay. Right? It's okay. It's okay. So I'm going to share my reflection questions with you. So you just grab your journal and I'll share some of the things that I wrote down to help you if you're feeling stuck. And what we'll do after is really see now that you've reflected on 2020, what do you want to bring into 2021? What do you want to leave behind? And what are the goals you actually want to set based on um, that formula of are they aligned with your terms of success? Is it a race you want to race in? Are you willing to make the temporary sacrifices involved? Um, is it connected to your authentic self? And um, is it heart-centered? So, so important. So, so important. So the first thing I want you to reflect on, not I want, I encourage you to reflect on if this resonates with you, is what was your greatest challenge that you overcame in 2020? This is going to be that beautiful reminder that you actually did a lot, even if you don't feel like you achieved any of your goals. What was your greatest challenge that you overcame in 2020? So for me, at right at the beginning of COVID-19, my industry um, for events and speaking workshops just closed it's done like it was just done no more in person done I don't even think it ever came back if it did maybe it was momentary and it just wasn't worth the effort for the small for the small group that we were able to actually be with in person um and all of the precautions that we would have to put in place so mine was losing my main revenue stream and I had to accept that it wasn't coming back probably for 18 months, maybe two years before like it makes sense to actually do a workshop and having to work through that financial fear. And while going through that, also having to digitize my in-person workshops, that was definitely a challenge. It took months, but I did it and I'm so proud of myself and it was a challenge that I overcame. I overcame the, the financial fear and I overcame the challenge of Okay, well, what do I do now? Here's the obstacle. What do I do now? And what do I do to bring in that revenue? And I, I still have stuff to complete. I still have workshops that I'm going to digitize. I'm not done. I have three and they're beautiful and they're wonderful and I love them and I'm so proud of it, but I'm not done and that's okay. And the thing is, though, it no longer feels challenging because now I know the process and now I know what to expect. And I also realized by having to do that, I had to shift to bring revenue in 
my greatest challenge became my greatest accomplishment. So let me explain that. The next question that you can reflect on is what was your greatest accomplishment in 2020? This is great because my greatest accomplishment was overcoming the challenge of having to, one, overcome the financial fears, but two, uh, overcome the obstacle of not having that revenue come in and having to shift gears and digitize my in-person workshops. Even though it was hard some days, and there were days I wanted to give up, and there were days where I didn't work on the modules, I chose not to let it to keep me down. It was a really great accomplishment for me because... One, my old pattern was to give up when things felt too hard. Um, and I used to use hard as an excuse as to why I can't do it. But also it was my greatest accomplishment because to be honest, I don't think I'm going to go back to in-person workshops. I love digitizing. Like I loved digitizing the workshops and being able to reach a larger audience. And I love, love the freedom that it allows me now I get to do all of these other things that are a part of my purpose that I really enjoy doing now I have this time to do these other things but it's because it's helped me redefine my terms of success and that's something that I share in heart-centered goals how to redefine your terms of success because it's so important I really thought success to me was building this you know before I thought my terms of success was building this massive contagiously positive empire and what I realized was, I don't want that. And when I had no choice but to shift gears and digitize so that I could shift my revenue stream, the way my revenue my revenue came in through the business, through the company, I realized even though I really, really enjoyed doing these workshops for years and I've enjoyed facilitating, it didn't allow me a lot of freedom to do a lot of the other things that I wanted to do. And now I get to do it. So now I have these new terms of success. So when I set my business goals for 2021, which again, as I said at the beginning, I'm going to be doing tomorrow. When I set my business goals, it's no longer going to include in-person workshops and the revenue coming in from that. It's going to include include digitizing more workshops and focusing more on that and how I can grow that and how I can how I can foster that and how I can care for that and how I can develop that more and better because it's now a part of my terms of success and I love that so it's helped me to really shift gears so the third thing is what was a new revelation that you had in 2020 I love this question so much um because I think so often we focus on the negative and this isn't Pollyanna and this isn't bypassing anything negative. You got to feel what you feel as well. But it's also so important to really look at these positive new revelations that you have when you have them. And we need to remember them as well because we do we forget them. And for me, when I when I was writing this in my journal, it was realizing that doing less actually helped me to accomplish more and that is a different concept than we're typically being told we're usually told to hustle 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 stress 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 you know push 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 sacrifice 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 do more do more do more and I'm like well by doing more I'm not being more I'm not being me I'm not having time for me and by doing less and accomplishing more feeling like I was accomplishing more which is such a weird concept 
I was able to shift my attention and able to shift my energy, our precious energy, into creating quality instead of quantity. And that's really a gift. That's really a gift, not just a gift to, you know, myself, but it's it's really a gift giving giving quality to my contagiously positive community instead of just like here, 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 here's more stuff, here's more stuff because we're told that we should be posting six, seven times a day on social media or we become irrelevant, which is just fucking bullshit, by the way. And that's been a gift. But it hasn't been easy, especially in the beginning because societal programming says to do the opposite But by ignoring the old programming, ignoring what the external world is telling me, by trusting my intuition and taking action on my heart's guidance, on my inner guide, this has really helped me to embrace this new revelation. More isn't always better. And doing less really does help you accomplish more because by taking moments of pause, you get moments of clarity. And you can't get that whenever you're go, 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 and you never take a minute of pause. When you're constantly doing, I'm telling you right now, you're not being. Because you're not actually present for all of those things that you're doing when you never give yourself a breather to really just take it in and be like, oh my God, look at this. Look at what I just created. Look at where I am. Look at what I just made. Look at the conversation I just had and it's just amazing. Those little moments of pause help you to get that clarity. The fourth question is what was your most profound lesson in 2020? This was such a really good one for me and I've had many, many lessons. But one of the things that really hit home for me was that my value and my worth is not defined by what I have, how much money I earn how many likes I receive on a post, how many followers I have, or anything that happens externally. My value and my worth is in who I am. So when the lockdown first happened and I was left with just me, as so many of us were, I realized I like her. I like me. I like who I am. I don't like who I am when I'm constantly doing and I'm not being and I'm not, you know, being my authentic self. I liked who I was even with all the external stuff stripped away. So the, this lesson was really what matters most is what is on the inside, not on the outside. If you can like yourself, if you can be comfortable with who you are, even when you are alone, everything else just becomes sweet bonuses and you realize you never needed external validation. So when you're setting your goals, look at the profound lessons you had in 2021, in 2020. And when you set your goal, really get clear If one, it aligns with you, but if the actions you have to take and the sacrifices you have to make to achieve the goal, you like the the person you have to be to do it. Really figure that that's so important. Or if it aligns with that's that's the question I have to ask because I realize I liked me. But for you, whatever your profound lesson is, are the new goals you set for 2021 
aligned with these lessons so that you're actually taking these lessons and turning them into wisdom into your life and and putting them into, you know, taking them with you into 2021 so that they don't become forgotten because how many times do we do that, right? Where we we learn a lesson and then we just like kind of like throw it by the wayside (laughs) and we no longer actually take action on it. We no longer bring it with us. We just leave it and we get into our old habits and our old patterns again. So the fifth question is, what were the things you learned how to do or were surprised you enjoyed in 2020? For me, I wasn't one of those people who decided, you know what, I'm going to use this break to learn a new language or pick up a guitar and finally learn or make any big, bold moves. I couldn't do that. I did not have the mental, emotional, like attitudinal, if you will, spiritual capacity for anything like that because one, I was just trying to keep my business alive. Two, I was trying to not trying to, I was, I was aligning myself to be a vessel where I could teach and share with my contagiously positive community how to be mentally, emotionally, and attitudinally, and spiritually, and physically strong, strengthen those muscles while we, while we go through this challenge. I didn't have the mental capacity to learn a new language. However, What I did realize and what I'm taking into 2021 and making sure that my goals align with that so I have the freedom to, you know, continue to do that is I learned how to bake. I learned how I perfected homemade pizza dough and homemade nan bread and I perfected how to make tortillas. Like I upped my kitchen game to the point that my husband has said, this is restaurant grade. And I love that. We couldn't go to a restaurant, so I brought the restaurant to us. And it was fun and it was challenging and it was amazing. And while I cooked, it was meditative. So I had so much clarity come through in these moments. And I also, in the summer, I totally embraced gardening and I started to research and practice homesteading techniques. I was surprised how much I enjoyed being a homemaker because since I graduated high school, went to college, got a business degree. Um graduated, went and got a job in project coordination, project management, worked my way up in this company, same company for 10 years um, for the general contracting firm. And then I went and I started a business. So I was actually really surprised by when all of the stuff got taken away and all of the business got taken away. I was so surprised by how much I enjoyed being a homemaker. So much so that I've now simplified my business so that I could spend more time doing those things now that I know I love it so much and let's be honest like next year's garden gonna be totally epic like it's gonna be the best garden ever (laughs) and and again I've really learned to embrace that it's okay not to use the time to do more but to be more and more specifically be me and it's okay if I don't want to have an empire my empire is whatever I make it it's okay and I really realized that about myself I love those aspects of it. And let's be honest, my husband loves it as well. (laughs) He loves it as well. It's wonderful for him. And not wonderful for him because he sits there and he's like, okay, wife, make me dinner. Not at all. It's wonderful for him because 
this is something my husband has said to me. We've been together for 20 years. And this is something he has constantly said to me since we we started dating is, I am happiest. Like, I love it. I'm so energized watching you be happy and be your authentic self. Like, oh, he's just the best. Like, I love that because it's so important we forget that us being like in our positive energy, us being in our jam, us like being in our purpose, and you have multiple purposes. It's not just your company. It's not just your career. It's not just your business. not just your job. You're, we have multiple purposes. I love it. Sahara Rose, I haven't read the book yet, but she calls it living in your dharma. And your dharma is just how you're doing things. And we think that our purpose is the way we earn our income, but that what I'm realizing um, is that is not the case. So I've redesigned my business so to ensure that I have the time to do those things because when I'm doing those things, I'm actually better in my business because when I am filling myself up with things that I love, I've been more I've been more creative. I've created better content. I've had more energy to create workshops and the workshops are so I'm not even kidding are so aligned with me and my voice and my message that like I one of my workshops was like six hours and I just like riffed it was just like a riff it just it 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 flows with ease because I'm in my I'm in my authentic self I'm being my authentic self so that was a really long one so the lessons you learned in 2020, is there anything in there that you can bring into 2021 and bring into your goals or shift your goals to ensure that you can continue to do those things and have the time to do those things? The sixth question, what is something that made you feel really proud of yourself? Like what is something in 2020 uh, that you're just like, man, I'm so proud of myself today. I, I'm so big, small, medium, doesn't matter what it is. What is something that made you really proud of yourself? I know a lot of parents should be super proud of themselves um, for the way they had to shift gears and teach their kids at home. Like even if you didn't do it with like all like rainbows and unicorns every day and there were days where you yelled and screamed, that's okay. Still be proud of yourself that you did it. You stepped up, right? Like you had to do it. You should be so proud of yourself. Even if you, again, cried in a corner for eight hours, like (laughs) that's okay, right? You still did it. You should be so proud of how you handled the roller coaster that 2020 was even in those imperfect human moments because it's all a part of it it's all a part of it the good the bad the ugly the amazing the again crying in the corner I keep bringing that up because I've done that so many times all good it's all good so for me um it was a tough year but it was also a wonderful year. It was also a great year because I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about my husband. I learned so much about the business that I want to actually run. I've been so busy like running the business. I haven't actually really stopped to think like, is this what I want? 
I've really stepped up the plate of how I serve with the Contagiously Positive community and, and the brand and the message that I want to serve and really using my voice even when it feels uncomfortable. I have all these new brand new ideas on what I want to create and how I want to share and serve in 2021. I'm really proud of that. Like I'm really proud of all of that. I really, I don't want you to skip this one if you reflect on these questions because you probably don't realize how much you have to be proud of. And, you know, one of the biggest things for me is I'm so proud. We're told so often not to be proud of ourselves because it's like, you're being so braggy. You're being so braggy. Stop being a brag. You're not, this has conditioned us to not even look at the good things that we do. Don't skip this. And I'm really proud of how I stayed committing, committed to serving the contagiously positive community, serving all of you, offering as much as I could, even in the most imperfect ways, just to like, listen, you guys, I'm, I'm here to provide support. I'm here with you. Like even the smallest thing, like I really just want to be here for you. I've got your back. I know how you feel. I cry today too. Like those are some of the ways I've showed up as well. Not just again, all like rainbows and unicorns like how can we make today great no I went through it with you I showed up right and I think that's so important like it's in these showing up even in these imperfect moments when we feel safe to do so that has like such a such a big impact like here's what I'm doing today because I'm having such a hard emotional day here's how I you know supported myself today that was so impactful for my community and for myself. And listen, there are there were days where it felt really hard to show up and there were days when I couldn't. And both are okay. But all of this really helped me. I'm so proud because it helped me too. Like honestly, selfishly, when we help others, we help ourselves. It's we because it's just human nature. So what are you proud what made you proud of yourself this year? And I really want you to put that there. And you might not be able to pull anything out of this one um, when you're setting your goals or to reevaluate your goals or make sure that they're aligned with your heart. But I think it's really important because it can be a really good motivator for you when you feel not good enough or when you have limiting beliefs popping up as to why you can't achieve the thing that you want to achieve or do the thing you want to do or be the person that you want to be. This is a really beautiful reminder of just how much you have to give to yourself, to your community, to your family, to your friends, just all around, to all of us. And then the way I usually end is, what are you most grateful for that the experience of 2020 gave you? Because there's little moments. So I'm doing this really beautiful thing right now. Um, I really, my husband and I decided that every single day we were just going to, when we really found ourselves like veering towards like heading into taking a permanent residence in Negativeville, what could we do to lift each other up? And one of the things that really helped was talking about the things that we were grateful for and um, what could we do to, what could we focus on in this moment that was really good? Well, you know, it may have been a really hard day um, financially with, with like on my end with the Contagiously Positive brand and my revenue being lost, but I'm so grateful that 
we have this food, a fridge full of food. I'm so grateful that we're, we have each other going through this. And I'm so grateful that grateful that we live in a community where we can just like go up the road and there's a forest to walk in. And we just try to do that. And I've taken that into 2021. And so my husband and I, quite a few years ago, we started a memory jar and we have a little notepad beside it and it's just this beautiful looks like a fishbowl and every single time we would do something go somewhere have people over a memorable event that we wanted to remember we would write it down or if we would save the ticket and put the little date on the ticket and we put it in the memory jar and at the end of the year we would sit down together new year's eve or new year's day with a bottle of champagne and we would go through them and we would talk about it and oh my god remember this and remember doing that with this person remember going there and we would do that anyway We've been in lockdown for a year, even though we've kind of been in and out of lockdown. So we've had a few experiences, which was really great. And we still did that. But what I decided to do um, for 2021, we're still going to continue to do our memory jar. But I wanted to up my game a bit and really bring this gratitude, um, this attitude of gratitude, this gratitude practice like to a whole new level. I'm taking a picture every single day of something that I'm grateful for. Something that makes me go, oh, that was so nice. Oh, I'm so grateful for that. So for example, today I'm sitting in my office right now and I'm looking out my window and it's snowing and it's this perfect, beautiful snow. And I see this like movement in the corner of my eye and I look out the window and it's this couple walking down the road with this massive horse. So I'm like, oh my God, look at how beautiful that is. How amazing. Like there's a horse coming down. We don't like, we live in the country, but not that country. Like the horse. I was so, that was my reaction. So I'm like, oh my God, my phone. I have to get my phone. So I ran and got my phone on. It's just over there in the corner of my office charging. And I ran and got it and I took a picture of the horse. Day 25, 365 days of gratitude. Day 25, so grateful for that for this horse this moment the tiniest little things so at the I'm saving each one so I'm holding myself accountable by putting it on Instagram stories because I really do believe like every single time you're we're reminded oh yeah what do I have to be grateful for today it's like a a programming in our mind right it creates this neuroplasticity of reminding you also we have so much to be grateful for but it's also okay to have struggles and challenges and be upset as well but and not but and I also have so much to be grateful for so you're not choosing one or the other it just it just really helps you to have these little moments of reprieve if you're going through a really challenging time and if you're not going through a really challenging time it's just that extra little boost so I'm saving the pictures I'm putting them on Instagram I'm saving them into a folder and at the end of the year I'm gonna go through sometimes they're videos and I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna be able to be reminded of 365 days worth of things that I was grateful for 300 of them might be food who knows right I don't know how long we're going to be in this lockdown I've really upped my game in the kitchen 300 of them could be food Um, most likely 300 of them will be my dog but anyway it feels really good to do it's really helped me to shift my focus towards good things because every day I wake up and I'm like I wonder what's gonna happen today that will give me that little moment of oh that's so great I love that I'm so grateful for that and you become very aware of your environment and your surroundings and all of a sudden you're like well which one should I choose now because I actually have so many things to be grateful for 
So what are you most grateful for that the experience of 2020 gave you? God, I really went on a rampage there. I really went off the rails, didn't I? The question is, what are you most grateful for that the experience of 2020 gave you? Um, For me, it's been time with my husband. It's been all of the things I've already mentioned in this podcast, all of the my, my new terms of success and realizing so much about myself, realizing that, you know, I actually want a simplified business so that I can spend more time doing other things. But mainly my husband, because I think after 20 years together, we've not on purpose, you just take each other for granted and we didn't realize it. And this time together has been a true gift because it's helped us to reconnect and get to know each other again. Because, you know, sometimes we, we used to joke that we were like two passing ships because our schedules were so busy. And now we're closer than ever, even though sometimes we drive each other nuts because we're in each other's space all the time. But I'm grateful that we've had this time together and that we've really learned so much about each other because I don't even think I realized how much he's changed since we, you know, started dating 20 years ago. And I don't think he's realized it, you know, how much I've changed since we've started dating 20 years ago. It's helped us to reconnect and and get to know each other at a deeper level, which You know, you can't do that when you're like, go, 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 busy, 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 doing, doing, doing. We've had this time to be. So less doing, more being. And this has really, really helped. So as you reflect on this year that has passed, even though I know we're like a month into the new year, but as you reflect on, you know, this experience that we've had in 2020 and even moving up to today, whenever you listen to this, um, whatever time you listen to this, this is relevant on any time of the year, even if it's 2022 when you're listening to this. First, be compassionate and kind to yourself. Give yourselves a ton of grace. When you're setting goals, when you're reflecting on your goals, when you're reflecting on a year gone by, it doesn't matter how much you've gotten done. It doesn't matter how big or small your answers are. All that matters is that you take the lessons learned from it and say to yourself, all right, how can I bring these new terms of success, these new heart-centered goals how can I bring my, my authentic aspects of self? How can I bring all of this into my next day, my next week, my next month, my next year? And that is so huge. I spoke about this the other day um, on social media, the importance of listening to your own voice, quieting all that external noise because it's not always easy, really tapping in and reflection will do that. And when I was first, when I first made the decision that I was going to have to digitize my workshops, I set a goal to digitize the workshops, but I made sure that I was setting goals that met these criteria. Are they aligned with your terms of success? Are you racing in a race you want to be in? Are they connected to your truest, authentic aspects of self? Like, is this your voice, right? Is this your voice? Is what you're teaching heart-centered? Is it the stuff that like you're meant to teach? 
And this all meant that I had to go against the typical goal setting of hustle, 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 stress, 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 follow the herd process. This is how everybody else does it. And it took me longer. It took me longer to create this workshop. It took me longer to do it because it's hard sometimes to create something that goes against the herd. But what I want you to know is no matter what you do in 2021, no matter what goals you set or don't set, if it's a road less traveled, if it's a road that's unpaved, it's, if it's a road that's bumpy, if it's a road that everyone else is saying, don't turn left, go right instead, but you're like, no, I need to go left because it feels like the correct path for me, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't worry about what roads anyone else is on. Follow your little breadcrumbs. Follow the direction of your heart, of your intuition, because it's guiding you. And that's what I truly believe this reflection process is going to do for you. It's going to help you see not just all of the stuff that you've been experiencing and overcoming and the things you have to be proud of yourself um, from 2020, but really reflect on, well, what aspects of this and myself do I want to leave behind and do I want to move forward? and then set those goals, and then take actions, and then make your decisions, and then you know where you need to shift. It's so powerful. So I'm sending you all so much love. Thank you for tuning in for today's share. I so appreciate being able to have these conversations with you. I'm kind of following a bit of a different format lately. I know it's not typical, but I just want you to know um, I'm sharing this because it's been really impactful in my life and I really believe that if we can share the things that have been impactful in our own lives with each other there are lessons we can gain from one another this is how we support and empower one another not by sharing you know all of only the good things but sharing what we've how we've overcome things sharing how we're supporting ourselves sharing our processes sharing our practices sharing our heart with one another and that's really what I that is my intention for 2021 and that is my intention for how I want to serve and how I want to support and how I want to teach and how I want to share with all of you and my beautiful contagiously positive community so I'm sending you all so much love and I cannot wait for our next conversation and I will see you back here next time at the podcast so we can all unleash our inner contagiously positive bye everyone